Hey guys, welcome back to Series 2, Episode 1 of Warriors Unite Podcast. This week's warrior guest joining me is also Irish. His name is Mark and he's going to take you on his journey of living with AS, fibromyalgia and how it not only is a physical thing but it also affects you mentally. So please join us as we take you on this journey and us warriors unite. Hello and welcome to season two, episode one of Warrior Unite podcast with me, your host, Carolyn. This week, joining us, we have the wonderful Mark. Mark, hello, welcome and how are you? Hello, Carolyn. How are you doing? Thanks very much. I'm doing very well today. Thank good, you. good. What, what part of Ireland are you from, Mark? I'm in County Maid, Carolyn, um, and it's actually a small little place called Ratcarn. It's a small little girl club. Just outside that boy now when I say small, it's very small, it's tiny, a little community, you know, but it's nice, it's peaceful, you know. Yeah. Do you speak fluent Gwail talk up there? Oh, no, I've hardly worn of it. I <laughs> <laughs> all the best of intentions to learn it, but uh, oh, you get a bit of conversation or you know, I've I've two children here and yeah, you're bound to pick up to a bit when they're in school, you know. Yeah, it's shameful to say, isn't it, us Irish people, when somebody asks, oh, you must know loads of Irish, um, talk, <laughs> that's about as far as it goes, <laughs> you know. So anyway, Mark, um, yeah, uh, if you want to just um, chat away about your conditions and how you led to finding out that you had these different um, invisible illness and let people know all about you. Thanks, Carolyn. Um, I suppose... I, I was diagnosed officially in in 2012, but it, that was, you know, that was at the tail end of a long, a good few years of of pain, you know, and marching through pain and not understanding pain. And I used to be quite athletic, you know, and when I was younger, I did a lot of martial arts and stuff. And I got to my mid teens, and I would always complain about pains in my legs, you know, and I and I would be put down to things like growing pains and stuff and I, I'm not very tall you know so after a while I stopped to believe and I was growing pains but the pains were always there you know and they slowed me up and and and, and then I would lose interest and stuff because because of the, the, the pain and I'd go off doing other things you know but um I don't know you, 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 what you have as a barometer I don't I, I never had a pain anyone else's pain level as a barometer. I never understood what pain was like for other people to suffer. And, and then you think, maybe this is normal part of growing up, you know, it was life. But um, I suppose late into my 20s now, I did start to feel different. My back, I would have, I would always have a pain in my back. I mean, that would always be there, this dull ache in the bottom of me, you know. But again, you put it down to just very dismissive, a man thing, I don't know what it is, but it's just, I worked hard, you know, I'm a plumber by trade, I served time as a plumber, and I did, I, I put a good many years of hard work in, and you put it down to working hard, wear and tear, the lifestyle, you know, but um, I started to slow down, you know, um, a little bit quicker than I would have thought, you know, things just start getting a little bit harder, but um, I think near the end of my 20s, I read the the worst pain I got was this. It was like this. It was pinching in in my ears, in the cheek of my ears. Now it was like walking around this constant pinching, you know, and it would send this pain up and down my body. And 
it didn't take long, maybe months, maybe around 12 months for that to develop into something worse, you know. But um, again, I, I just marched on, you know. Um, I did eventually, it caught up with me, you know, and it, 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 my, as a person, I was always a bit up and go out the door, lad. I don't like to hang around. I still get up very early in the morning. I get up at six o'clock most mornings, you know, usually in pain. But I do, I like to get up and go, you know. And um, <clears throat> that's, that's the way I lived life. But I was finding I was getting up, but not having to go. You know, just that pose in the bed and, you know, that little bit, the stepping out and a slight maybe anxiety about what pain am I going to face today? And it was coming from nowhere and it was very small, you know, and it was the kind of thing that would creep in, you know, but it was, I suppose it's chronic pain, it's chronic by nature. It just got, doesn't go away, you know, it's always there in the background, you know. But um, yeah, things started to change. I started to slow down and, you know, my interests in in life and getting out, they also started to slow down too. You know, I would like to go out and get involved and socialise and do all these things, but it, the desire would be there, but I just wouldn't be able to just wouldn't be able to, you know, and funny, the less I would be able to, you get into that guilt thing, you know, I feel guilty about not being able to do these things, that would get to me too, you know, <coughs> which I suppose didn't add to the stress, <laughs> and the stress equals pain, and there's a cycle, you know, but look, it led to a diagnosis in, um, sorry, 2012, um, I went to the doctor. I was married at the time. Um, I woke up. The, the condition was just, it had got so bad that getting out of bed in the morning, the, the pain was extreme. It was really, it was everywhere, you know. And I, I had to go to the doctor, you know. And I remember walking up to him or going into him that day and sitting there and expecting the, oh, it's just a back pain. Take a few painkillers. Mm -hmm. You'll be mm. all right. Now, and, but I have to mention at this point, I was sick of taking painkillers to take this, to make these pains go away. Up yeah. to this point, you know, because um, you're walking around in this misery all day. The only way you could get rid of it was to take a few painkillers. And look, you can get them across any, any, any countertop in the country, you know. But after a while, it is, you know, that's, that there's something wrong here. I shouldn't have to be living like this. I shouldn't yeah. have to do this. So anyway, I ended up with the doctor. Doctor, <laughs> God love him. <laughs> he's a. I don't have that doctor anymore. <laughs> I hope he's not listening. But um, I got a new doctor since when he sent me for physio. You know, and um, my my ex-wife now, God love her. You know, she's very good at this NMT neuromuscular therapist. She was good at this. Yeah body work, you know, and she was well trained at it, you know, and she identified something in, in by looking at my back that there was something wrong, and I went to the physiotherapist, and this girl told me to take my t-shirt off, and straight away she identified the same thing, and she made a phone call to the doctor, look, you need to see this guy, there's something wrong, and look, and then after that, it was just through the machine then. I, I don't, I need to tell you what happened then. I got checked into the hospital and I got my outpatient card and 
I went mm. into the system, I went into all the machines and pulling and the poking and mm. you know, it's it's not nice that that the build up for the diagnosis, the what is it, the worry, the anxiety that goes with it and and then you think you get then when you finally get your diagnosis and you yeah, think absolutely. That's it. Mm. You know, this is it, we're home free. And it's really not. I, I found that was only the start of it because yeah, look, just the, the beginning. Just to begin, absolutely, because I had to learn then that, like us, and I've yet to meet anyone on this, and at these Instagram accounts, and where I've, I've met these people, my friends, you know, like yourself here, you know, we all suffer from these illnesses that there's no cure for, you know, they're lifelong diseases, and we had, that, that was the bit I had to learn, no matter what I did, and mm. what I talked, or who I spoke to, or it was always going to be there, you know. Yeah. You're going to have your good days and your bad days, you know. But yeah, I went through the system with the doctor and the, the hospitals and, and stuff, you know. And I got getting the diagnosis and, and then finally meeting the consultant and the big day. And, you know, I was very disappointed because I thought he could fix me. Was straight away with the stroke of the pen. You know what I mean? Oh, this is what you have. Do this, 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 mm. and you'll be short. You know, but uh, that's not the truth either, you know, because a lot of his suggestions didn't work. And, it, we, you know, we all have to try different combinations of different, you know, therapies to, to, to find a way to get through this. And, and it's a long journey. It is, and it's a, it's a hard journey sometimes, you know. But um, I found I really... Apart from the physical aspect of it, and I struggle with the physical aspect because, mm. as I said, I like to get up and go, you know. Um, I don't like the pain that they're being held back, but the, the head stuff, that really did niggle and get to me, you know, because it's very, very hard to, to explain all this stuff to somebody who, who doesn't experience it, who doesn't yeah. understand it, doesn't <laughs> live it. You know, or somebody somebody that looks at you and says, "Well, I can't see anything physically wrong with you." So how are they going to understand when they can't see it? Exactly, they look at you and they go, "Look at you, you're grand." You know, you're the best. Yeah. Yeah, get well, get well soon. Oh yeah, if only it's a chronic illness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get over it. You know, she'll be all right now. The weather passes. You know, all this stuff. You know. But did you know? I, I have to say this, I, I, I really have to say this, you know, I, I used to really get frustrated by people who couldn't understand. I, I, I did, and I would get intolerant towards them. Now, I would never take it out or, or, or stuff, but I would get grumpy, you know, and I would think, do you not know what's going on inside of me right now? You know, yeah. but the truth is, they don't know what's going on inside you right now. And, you know, and... Thankfully, thankfully, they don't, you know, and it, it takes a lot of understanding to understand that mm. people just don't understand, you know, yeah. and then it just gets a little bit easier to think they really don't know what I'm going through right now, you know, and it, you know, because as you say, but you look grand, <laughs> but look yeah. at you, look grand, <clears throat> and you're walking around and you're smiling and you're doing this, but that's not the way it is either. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just on a daily basis of managing because this this is our lives and we have to get used to it, that this is life for us now. So people think 
if you're going around smiling or if you're out and you're doing something, oh, well, they can't be as bad as they're making out to be sure, aren't they smiling? But we have symptoms every day. It's just some days the flare ups are uncontrollable. They're the days you can't get out of it. Yeah, that, that, that's the truth, you know. The, the, people don't see them days, you know. Um, I do be absent from life more than I'm involved in life now. Do you understand? I used, I used oh, to, I understand that. You know, I used to work every day. I used to get up and go out the door, come back in the evening, go out in the evening and do all that stuff. And, you know, you spend more time on your own now. You know, and, you know, people it's don't very see isolated. That. Yeah, yeah, you're very. I, yeah, I understand yeah. that totally. What I wanted to ask you there, Mark, for like the listeners, in case they might have missed that part. And um, when you went to the doctor, and the doctor said to you, "Okay, you have AS." Did you look at him as if he had two heads and say, "Excuse me, what's that?" <laughs> I've never heard of that before in my life. Yeah, I did. I, I I did, you know, and I had to. He. I don't know. Maybe he explained it. He tried to explain it the, the, the best way he could, you know, mm-hmm. but he wasn't, he was a GP, you know, but then yeah. I, went to, I went to the hospital. I went to, to a hospital in Dublin there, you know, and I sat with a consultant there who explained as much as a textbook could explain. That you, you can know? find on Google, that you can find on Google if you go looking for it. Uh, yeah, 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 and you know what? That's the worst. That's the worst and the worst thing I did. After <laughs> I came home, I punched it into Google, and there, and oh lord, I had myself wrote off in a week. Oh, I was burying myself at the end of the month. You know what I mean? It was horrific. You know, but um, yeah, you know, you have. I, I had to be quite partial on what I read. You know, mm-hmm, and, of course. You know, because you can scare the life out of yourself too. You know, but you can live with these diseases. You know, that's what you have to learn too. You have to, you have to learn to live with them. I had to learn to live with them, you know, because what, what, what else can you do? You just sit there looking out the window. You get old very quickly, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. You get old, and but 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 you can knock years off yourself getting out the door for a few hours a day, you know. But sometimes it can be difficult to get out and do it. I do, I understand that. I like to walk, Aaron. I like to like to walk for miles and. You see the wee dog there, he comes with me, you know. But um, there is days you just, the, the want is, uh, and the air to walk is there, but you can't. Your legs are too sore, your hips are too sore. Mm. You don't know if it's going to rain. Do you know when you get that one, what's the, what's the weather going to bring, you know? <laughs> one minute, I tell you, put your elbow in the air. Oh, if a pain, there's thunder coming. I get like that with, my, with migraines. I can tell when there's going to be a thunderstorm because my migraine just flares up from the drop of the barometric pressure. We can tell, we're like the sheep and the crows. We can tell well, three days in advance what's coming, you know. I find it with my joints. I snap and I crackle and pop. It, within a few days, you know, I can. and um, particularly The pain intensifies. Just, oh, oh, just for a few days, it would get that the harder, you know. And then, just like that, it could go away again, you know. But um, we're in the right country for it, though. all all that good damp air that we have um what was i going to say to you mark what kind of um a treatment plan have they have they put you on or do you go down the the medication side or is there another side that you do for yourself to help with your symptoms no yeah carolyn there is look i tried everything and that's Mm -hmm. well 
I've, I'm only short of going off to the Amazon and licking the back of a stripy frog, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, mean I would try, you know, I'm very open to, to all sorts of, um, oh, any sort of therapy, and that's the truth. I would, I try, I went up, when I got diagnosed, I, I went on a treatment of the anti TNF blocker, the biological drug, and yeah. then a series of painkillers and um, um, a few years of, and I remember went on for a good few years, Carolyn, and it, it felt my blood had turned synthetic. Do you understand that? You know, and it didn't matter what I took or what combination I took and when I took it. It just sometimes it eased the pain, sometimes it dulled the pain. You know, sometimes it made me go at a hundred miles an hour. You know, but it didn't do the job it was meant to do, you know, and that was just take it away. And it, and, it, and it didn't happen, you know. So I found over time that, and I, I did find, you know, a, a, a new doctor, you know, and then um, she's very good. She's very good and she listens. She understands. I have a couple of different diagnoses. I have the, um, the ankylosis, spondylitis, rheumatoid arthritis, um, Sacrioleitis, fibromyalgia, which is which is huge, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. huge, you know. Um, and then the rain arts, you know, when you get the funny color fingers, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So um, you know, she she would sit down and she explained all these to me, and and then I got to a point, Carolyn, where I would nearly refuse to take medication, and I'll do that thing, <laughs> I'll tough it out, and you know, and I go. But, it, you know, it didn't work either because I bat myself into a corner, you know, absolutely yeah. bat myself down, you know, coming in here in the evening and falling asleep and <coughs> getting up and to go out in the morning and, and absolutely no quality of life. No there quality. is no quality. Yes, they're giving no. you some they're giving you something for one symptom, which is cause another, which is what I found myself in the 17 years I've been I've been living with POTS. And, and I'm just I won't take medication for anything now. Because I've got such low blood pressure, I have to take that to physically be able to stand. So mm. besides that, I don't want to take anything. Small little things for GI issues, but beta blockers, antidepressants, and uh, any type of anti-blockers, I won't take them because exactly what you said, they're trying to help because that's all they do is try and help. They don't take away the symptom, mm. one, but they're causing a symptom on the other. And then over time, with using so much medication, it causes another problem in the body. So you're yeah. just in a vicious, vicious circle. Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the truth, you know. And I think <laughs> these diseases, are, they're clever diseases, these autoimmune diseases. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, they have to be very clever to beat us. You know, it's ourselves yeah. beating ourselves. And, you know, I ain't no doctor. And please, I put a warning on what I'm about to say. You know, hold me to this, you know. But, I mean, my body is, is out to try and fix itself. That's, it's, it thinks mm-hmm. it's broken and it's trying yeah. to fix itself. So when I throw something in there to try and, you know, get around that, the body's recognizing that and it's pushing it aside, you know, and it's going, it's getting over. It's just, it's consistently fighting, fighting, fighting against itself, you know. So no matter what I put into it, it doesn't seem to work, you know. Now, I do take light pain medication when I need it, you know, and I follow my doctor's advice. I really do. I've changed a lot of things in my life. My diet... Do you know, I used to take an awful lot of sugar. 
<laughs> sugar and everything, and sweets and ice creams and the whole lot and Coca-Cola. Oh, you scold up all that stuff. But uh, not so much anymore. I've cut it out, you know. Um, I have. I noticed a difference after about six weeks, I have to say, from a big sugar drop of the, of improvement in the pain. It did absolutely improve, you know. And I do notice when I go on a sugar binge, because as I said earlier, I have two daughters, you know, and they're 11 and 13, and when they come over, it's like, you know, what do they call them, my Sugarland, Candyland? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory, here we go. Absolutely. <laughs> an excuse for me to indulge too. But I notice a few days later, I will get a little bit more sore, you know, and mm. um, I have to put it down to that. Um, but you know what, a distraction, Mental distraction, Carolyn, that's the biggest thing for me, is, is mental distraction. Get, trying to just move away from the thinking of the pain. Just moving yeah. away from it, you know. Um, I do a lot of painting. Um, I love painting. I fell, I fell across painting because of my diagnosis. It, it was no just... Way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was. Wow. I, I too, we I ran there. I said, you know, when the girls were really, really small, and, and I had to stop working, and my ex wife, she had to go out and, and go out to work, you know, to, 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 to make a wage, you know. So I'd say, sit at home, and I have to say that, you know, chronic pain take took, has taken a lot from my life. It has, mm. it really has, but it has put a lot in it too, because. For a period of four to five years, I was to stay at home dad. You know mm. what I mean? I got to be here for the for the two girls growing up every day, all day, every day. And I got to be see everything. And I was part of their life. And I remember what it was like leaving the house to work at half five in the morning and coming home at half eight, nine o'clock and going to bed. You mm. know, and I have not seen anybody, you know, but you know, when he takes with one, he, he puts back with another. And I got some really good memories of them years, you know. But it was through them years I found the painting because I had the poster paints out and I started to doodle with them, you know. But uh, it took off from there, Carolyn. And yeah. it, it's something I, I actually like. It's something I like spending time at because it distracts me. It takes my mind off reality what's right in front of me because mm. I have a canvas I just put up. I, I love the music. They also have the music on in the background. You pick up the brush, put on the music, you know, and away you go, you know. And and, and that's then, your therapy. That's my it is my therapy, you know, it's like a, a meditation, you know. It's, yeah. I was just going to say, yeah, meditation. Some people think meditation is sitting down, crossing your legs and focusing, like trying to clear your mind. But it's not. It's actually focusing on one thing that you're doing at that moment in time. And that. I, I, you do. You know, you need to express. You need to express yourself. You, you need to get it out. I need to get it. I can only speak for myself. But I, I need to get out what this thing is, how it makes me feel. You know, because it gets very hard when you bottle it up and. You can get into this. I get into this thinking that I'm the only one that may suffer. You know, I'm because you don't get to see many people, and look, nobody sees you, and nobody else is going through this life that I'm going through. You know, and and when I start to get get that 
taken out of me, and I get it out through the brush, you know. Um, I just paint out a load of colour. That's a load of colour on the canvas. That's what I do, you know, and it's how it works out. But it's it, it, it's like it unblocks you. It unblocks me, and, and I talk about it, Karen, and I do talk about it. I have a couple of friends now I talk, I talk to, you know, and I find that when I talk, the more I talk about it, the easier it is yeah because do you do you find like well, i do anyway and anybody else i've spoken to chronic illness and mental health they come hand in hand and the thing about it is if you're if you're having a bad symptom day your mental health then kicks in because you're you're doing the whole why is this happening to me and then while while your mental health is becoming more hyper your body then is starting to shut down further and further so it's just going around and around in a circle. And I think all of us in this community have the same the same thing with when I say the same thing as in mental health and chronic illness. They come hand in hand. Uh, do you know, I, I, I'm really glad you said it like that, you know, because you, 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 could, you couldn't have explained it a better way. You couldn't, you know, I'd be sitting here some days and you'd be, as I said, I've lost, I've lost a lot through, through over the last few years, you know, and a lot of, and readjusting, put it that way, readjusting, you know, to life. And you'd be sitting there and you want to get the whole lot done in a day. And sometimes the pile of dirt in the corner to get up and sweep the kitchen floor is such a task. I mean, it's 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 monumental. You know, Hello. some people talk about climbing Mount Everest, you know, sometimes crossing the kitchen floor is huge, you know, and it's, and then you sit there and, and then of course the head the mental health, exactly what you said there, you know, the the negative thinking, the, you know, it, it's tiring. Being in pain is tiring and your defences go down and you start thinking less of yourself and, you know, more of your struggles. And I do, you know, and you think, Jesus, I can't, I can't even get up and sweep the floor. You know, I, I can't even. And then, of course, like you said, all of a sudden the pains get worse. Yeah. Just like that, just like waving a magic wand, you go, oh mm. no, now I'm even more so. And it can get to the point where you just say, you just want to spend the next hour sitting there looking at this point <laughs> of dirt on the yeah. floor, you know. And it's, yeah, it's, I, I'm glad you said it because you do think you're the only one. And I do sometimes think I'm going insane. <laughs> I really do, you know. Am I the only one doing this? Sitting by the kitchen table. In the morning, you put yourself to this in the first hour of the day, you know. But um, yeah, it is. It's a nice life. The mental health for me, really. I, is it the first? It, yeah. If my mental health is good, if my thinking is good and positive, I can handle the pain way better. Mm -hmm. I can accept it. I can get on with it. I can smile about it. But if the mood is down, if the thinking is off, if you know, and it's not all. It's it's not like you can just flick the switch and say, ah, oh, it's only because because that's not how it works. You know, it's not a choice to wake up like that any given morning. It's it's like Russian roulette. Do you understand what I mean? When you wake up, yeah, you morning, don't know what way you're going to be, what mood you're going to be, what your symptoms going to be like from one minute of the day to the next. I totally, I get you. I hear you. Before you even turn your head in the pillow, because you know by then, oh, a pain in my neck. Oh, it's going to be one of them days. <laughs> yeah, but um, look, yeah, talking about it, getting it out. Do you know every morning I get up, um, Carolyn, I do this, 
I have to say, I, I really, really enjoy the Instagram people and, and the friends I've met on it, you know, because getting up in the morning, as I say, can be difficult. It can be quite hard. You wake up and you're down and you wonder what the day is ahead and little things that really wouldn't worry other people can be quite heavy for us. Now, will I be able to get to the shop today? Will I be able to make that phone call? Will I be able to talk to that person? All these little things can be very big, you know. But every morning I get up and I go for ages, flicking, 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 looking for positive quotes, you know. And I do this every morning because when I go through these over and over, I'd be howling. Within half an hour, I'd be chuckling away at the breakfast table, you know, laughing, you know, because because I need to see these little things, you know, and, and yeah. take a you know, it's, um, yeah, yeah, life is hard enough. It really is, you know, and it's just just to get that little perk to get out the door, get up and get going, you know. It helps having a community of people as well um, that are, even though we all have different, completely different illnesses and completely different symptoms, we all get the same journey. Um, like, we we all know when somebody else says they're having a flare up, we know that person's having a really, really bad day physically and mentally. And just knowing that you have the support of those people, the people that will reach out, the people that will just send a text message saying, sending you a hug. You feel that, yay, somebody else gets me. Somebody else understands what it's like living this. And you don't feel so isolated. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's the truth. And do you know when you mentioned that there this morning? And I was looking forward to this, Carolyn. I really was because it's a new experience. And it's a great way to be able to, it's a great way to meet people like yourself, you know, and, 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 and to talk, you know. And I was slightly apprehensive about it this morning. I go, <laughs> what's going to happen? And, you know, a little bit anxious and that. And uh, I was going through the, the Instagram and, and, the phone did the beep, and it was a friend of mine from Australia, you know, who just at the right time, just reached out and said the right thing at the right moment, and you know, just turned the day, just for me, just like that, you know what I mean? And just how are you getting on? And um, was just thinking about you. Um, hope your hope your day is well, and the pains are, are okay. And you know that simple little thing. That simple, absolutely, and then I then then I looked at I walked out the time. It would have been half three in the morning over there, Carol. Yeah. Half three in the morning, and there's somebody else like, look, I'm not that old, forty-eight years of age, but you know, it still gets to me that halfway across the world, there's someone in the same thinking, you know, the next time there's someone that thinks like me and bang, you know, just like that to change your day. It's lovely. It is. I love the community, the community spirit, you know, because. The world is big too outside, and as I say, mm. I don't know many people outside my in my physical world here that suffer these ailments, particularly men. You know, particularly men. Most of them are women, ladies that I know of these pains. You know, but um, yeah, it's like a condensed world, isn't it? It's like men, they're so hard to come forward and talk about it. Like I find, even through having all these pages, that it is, as you said, there's more. I find more female people or more female followers in this community than actual men because they don't want to talk about it. And do you think it's that stigma of, oh, well, I'm a man. I don't talk about my pain. I just get on with it. Yeah, yeah but you know what? I, you know, 
I know I said it to you earlier there. I I met a guy for the first time. I don't know, I didn't know anybody else before up until two days ago who, who had ankle and spondylitis. A male, you know. I know a couple of females, but I met a male who had it, you know. Um, and we got talking and but do you know what I find it if just to put the the, the ankylosis spondylitis to side, although on a note there that was mentioned earlier that I do understand that the, the, the ladies may find it hard to accept they have ankylosing spondylitis because it's a, it's more of a main male disease. And I, I say that because I've yet to meet a man, although I could, I, I'd have a fair idea they have it, that will actually say to me, I have fibromyalgia. You know, a lot of my yeah. male friends, I'll tell them I have fibromyalgia and they'll say, my ma has that, my sister has that, my auntie has that. And they're walking around and they're dragging their body behind them. They're scratching their neck. They've all the symptoms I have. You know what I mean? But they will not say, I have fibromyalgia, you know, because if for, for men, that's the women's disease. You know what I mean? That, 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 that's, that's, men don't get that, you know what I mean? But look, I have it. I absolutely yeah. have it. And I tell you what, it hurts. It does hurt, mm. you know. Um, I didn't, when I first was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, I, I think my fibromyalgia but it was diagnosed after the AS and the other stuff. It, 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 is it a, it, did I get it because of that? I don't know. They say fibromyalgia comes on after something else, you know, and maybe it comes on. I don't know, you know, but um, I remember being told that I have fucking bromyalgia and I put my hand up now and I'm really ashamed to say it. I said, are you mad? I said, that's a woman's disease, you know? And yeah, that's what I said when I heard a person. No, I won't have that, you know? So the whole point of making awareness is to educate people on this. That Like it, chronic illness doesn't pick a gender. It doesn't pick a race. It just comes along and picks you when you have it. And that's, you know, so it's not male or female orientated. And if I think if more men were standing up about it, about their illnesses, there's no shame. There's no shame in the game. You're just opening a wider community. And by doing that, you get people that don't have the illness. You're giving them the education. They now understand it. Then the medical health side of it, they'll have to do more research into it. And the benefits then at the end of it is, maybe they'll start finding more cures, better treatments. You know, that's what awareness is all about. So I don't think it, it genderifies. These illnesses don't genderify, as we know. Mm. Yeah, no, that's the truth, you know. It would be, you know, you know they're, they're, they're big diseases. They are big diseases. And, and they affect an awful lot of people. And I think they affect an awful lot more people than we would like to say. You know, like these guys that say, hey, Carolyn, I sat home for years. You know, in pain, afraid to go to the doctor. And when I did go to the doctor, I was dismissed very quickly with a packet of painkillers. You know, mm. because I was involved in construction. I was at that age. It was my lifestyle. It was I was a hard worker. You know, and and that was it. You know, but it, it look, it was it, it was stumbled upon. I, I was lucky. I, I suppose it was it was it was found when it was. You know, because I could start to do something about it, but. Yeah, look, I know a few guys. I actually know one guy in, in, in particular, and he won't 
he just won't go to the doctor. And I know, I know the pains he's going through, you know, and I know the struggles in life he's going through, but he just won't talk about it. And he won't go, he won't do it, you know, and Lord, he'll be up for work in the morning. I know he will be a half five and he'll be in an and all the way down the road and giving out and the whole lot and coming home tomorrow and being fit for nothing, you know, fit yeah. for no no quality of life, you know, and you know, I'm not I'm not happy with I I would prefer my life to be other ways. I really would. Life yeah. is hard when you live in pain, you know. <clears throat> As I say, if the You've the, the, the physical aspect of it, the, the mental health. But then you have to try to live anyhow, trying to work, trying to survive, trying to deal with pressures and, you know, people with children and all that kind of stuff, you know. It, 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 life in, in, in chronic pain is hard, you know. It is, it is tough, it's hard. And which is my, I tell you what, my hat goes off. To, my hat goes off to, um, to anybody who can get up and do it. And I would never have said that until I actually had to get up and do it myself. And we have to say that, you know, because, you know, I do admire a lot of other people. I look at them and I, I read their accounts and I think, wow, look at this, look at their achievements. And, you know, it is. But then, well, I think we have to be personally thank ourselves and be good to ourselves and say, you got out of bed this morning. So I'm not going to take up any more of your time. We head off. Um, where can people find you on your socials if anybody's interested in your story or wants to see? Because, I mean, you're, I've been looking at your art there myself over the last couple of days and, I mean, it's fantastic. It's absolutely brilliant. Thanks very much, Carolyn. Yeah, um, I, well, my Instagram account is AS Won't Beat Me. And... I have, I have a Facebook account as well, and it's just simply Mark O'Rourke. It's just my name. And on that, then, is linked Mark's Art, which would be my art page, you know. But, um, yeah, Mark O'Rourke or Mark's Art will get me on Facebook, and AS won't beat me, we'll get on Instagram. Thanks a million for taking the time out. It's great to have another Irish person on board. Yeah, no problem. And listen, Carolyn, thanks very much for your effort there. You know, you just asked you earlier, you know, it does take a good push. And, you know, a lot of time, I would believe, on your behalf to do these things, you know, and it's great. It's great to have people like yourself who, to give people like me a voice, you know, so okay. I don't have to be here in silence. You know, maybe somebody else will hear it. But uh, yeah, I owe you a great, great appreciation too. And, and anyone who listens to your podcast, so thank you very much. You're very welcome. And any any little bit we can do, as I've always said, if it only gets out to one person, if one person notices the symptoms of any of these conditions and goes and gets help, the more they get out there, the more awareness and the more it's going to help each and every one of us. So thanks again, Mark, and we shall talk to you again soon. Cheers. Thanks very much. Thanks again to my guest this week, Mark, for joining me. We shall be back again soon as us warriors unite.